Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? Broadcasting live from the 96.9 The Game Studio, it's time to go in the zone with your host, Brandon Kravitz. Welcome to the show. We are live on 96.9 The Game, streaming everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You are in the zone. The show of the Orlando sports fan, your host, Brandon Kravitz here, along with Sweet Tea, Tyler Karen. And we've got you all the way up until 6 o'clock. You can text the show, 50857. Call us, 407-916-8255. And hit us up on the iHeartRadio Talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up today, John McKechnie chats fantasy football with us at 335. We've got a World Series champion to celebrate today. Zach Blobner checks in by the bay and the radio voice of the Orlando Magic, Jake Chapman, chats all things NBA and Orlando Magic basketball ahead of the final game of a West Coast road trip. That is at 5 o'clock tonight. Happy Thursday to all as I hiccup because of the fine food. that I'm still stuffed. Woo! Where was that from? Froggers? Froggers. Froggers has been bringing it every Thursday to the Jim Colbert Show. Not for us, but we... They bring so much that Tyler and I are there for moral and physical mental support. You know, sometimes when you're taking down some wings, you just need some people to root you on. And if there's some wings left over for the fans, for the spectators, if you will, then it's just a good day for everyone. Yeah, you know, It's so. funny how everybody just sort of moseys over to the corner over there like, Oh, is there food here? I had no idea. The side eye, it's as you, when you pull up into work and then one thirty rolls around and it's, oh my God, is it Thursday? <laughs> this is the ninth week now that this has been happening. Who would have thought? This is why I haven't played my, my day around this at all. Uh, Steelers-Titans tonight, uh, a very much a take the under and go to bed day to all. It's so, This one's so easy, you know it's not going to hit. This, this, one, this one's too obvious. The under for Steelers Titans, two I mean, teams that want us that want to play ground and pound def- defense first football on a Thursday night. I don't know. Will Levis might have something to say about that. That's BK. what I'm saying. I've got some. I don't have anything on the over under. I have some uh, spread stats for you in this game. If we can touch on now, or we can touch on in a little bit. I want to hear it now. Okay, let's so so in Mike Vrabel era, the Titans are 29-19 and 1 against the spread as underdogs. Okay? So good there coming in on the uh Titans. And then Kenny Pickett, do we have a report? Is he good to go? Uh, yes. All good. He's okay. Good. Kenny Pickett against the spread in primetime. 6 and 0. Against what? the spread in primetime. He's 6-0 prime in primetime? This is per John Ewing, who is a guy at with BetMGM and has been reliable up to this point through the NFL season. So Okay, I've already, so I have already bet this game. I don't think I've told you unless I, I say so. a lot of words. Uh, okay, so I haven't. 
That's why you're good at your job. You say a lot of words. No, we have not talked about this okay, game a then, ton. Then just knowing, you know, you and I talk a lot about this stuff, knowing my betting patterns and things of that nature. Where do you think I am tonight? You are so on Steelers by two and a half. Ooh. No? Ooh. In the home environment now, in here's, Pittsburgh? Here's the thing. I think based on my patterns, Tyler is right with the guess, but you are wrong on the prediction. I'm on the Tennessee Titans. Specifically, I want that three because I need the push because this is very much a three-point game. This is. Just in case it lands on three. But, yeah, give me the Titans. One thing I really don't like about Pittsburgh tonight, they don't have Minka Fitzpatrick. This team has not really been all that good against the pass. Now, if they get after you, they get after you. But if they don't... They their secondary is not that good. Minka Fitzpatrick makes up for a lot of that, and he's not playing tonight. So Will Levis, the one thing that we saw him do well last week is throw the deep ball, and now they're without their roaming safety. Yeah, I like that a lot. And the Mike Rabel underdog stat, which is a much larger sample size. Than it is. Freaking Kenny Pickett. Give me a break. It I is. I didn't know six and zero. Don't get me wrong. I'll be crying tomorrow about it if I end up on the wrong side. But the Titans feel like they're in a good spot. The Steelers, I. I just, it's just they're hard to watch. They that are. offense is so bad, and we still haven't seen a crazy game from Derrick Henry. So that could get you over the finish line if he just decides he wants to rumble for two hundred tonight. The thought of the Steelers if they pull out of this game five and three on the year, two games over five hundred, it just seems bonkers. But with Will Levis, it just seems for people that pay attention to this stuff, and I don't even know what this stuff is, but hang with me here, and you will understand completely. He goes crazy in his first NFL start of his career, first game of his career. And then you follow that up, short week, Thursday night football, on the road. It just seems due for 157 passing yeah. yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. That's, what I, that's why I look at this game differently than I typically would, because the short week, if you think about this, the pattern of a football team, this actually helps Will Levis. He's going out there. Like, we see these rookies, the ones that play well out of the gate. One of the reasons they're able to is because they have removed thought from the game, and they're just playing freely, and they haven't been over-scouted by their competition. You're not watching as much film on the opposing quarterback when you're playing a Thursday night game. You're patching together a game plan, and then you're out there before you even know it. So the fact that they have a short week, if this game was on Sunday and you gave the Steelers and Mike Tomlin a couple of extra days to dissect what what Will Levis doesn't do well, I'd be scared. But you give me, they've only had like one day of film watching, and Will Levis is just out there playing free. This is a perfect situation for Levis. I want him playing right after, as, as quickly as I can get this guy back out onto the field so that you... He's going to get exposed. I just think with the short week, he doesn't get exposed yet. So does Will Levis throw for two touchdowns? And it's not even per se that Levis has to play good for the Titans to win this game. Because as you said, Derrick Henry, he remains with the Titans and hasn't had a major pop game like we've seen from Derrick Henry. And in a hostile environment, sometimes you just try to ground and pound and just uh, keep the offense, the home offense, on the sidelines. That's where the momentum comes in a football game in front of your home fans is exciting plays, touchdowns, long runs. If you just pound Derrick Henry for 25 carries, try to get 100 yards out of him and a couple touchdowns, it can 
eliminate the home crowd to a sense. Uh, yes, I, that could happen. I do think Will Levis has to play well tonight, and I think he will also. Kenny Pickett, he's dealing with a rib injury. Who says he even finishes the game? I think he's got, he probably knows he's a competitor. He wants to be out there, but if he, I don't have a hundred percent Kenny Pickett. How can you bet on that? <laughs> I just, didn't expect to do a whole segment on the Titans Steelers, but right. here we are. I'm just picturing last thing to come in tomorrow. And say, BK, of course, it was the Steelers the whole time. Kenny Pickett, 6-0 against the spread. And it's going to be a Nathan Avaldi situation where Avaldi gave up five runs and the Rangers still won. Pickett plays one drive and then the backup has to come in, but the Steelers still win. Yeah. It was Kenny Pickett the whole time, BK. Come on. Speaking of which, that uh, strikeout prop hit last night. There you go. Uh, so feeling good about that. One of the games I've got my eye on, I'm not, not going to do the full breakdown. We'll give you this at some other juncture. But one of the games that I've got on, this is a monster schedule this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. It's a very much a uh, cancel your plans, maybe turn your phone off. Saturday is loaded. Sunday is loaded. And, and the NFL slate is interesting because you have – Half the games are completely unwatchable by by this time in the year standards, and the other half are like straight up playoff games. Are you not intrigued by the Cardinals and the Browns? You know, it's just not doing it for me. But like Seahawks, Ravens, that's awesome. Cowboys, Eagles, that's great. Chiefs, Dolphins, on a little too early for my taste, given the fact that I host a fantasy football show on Sundays that I hope you all check out. Been doing it for years, ten to eleven a.m. on the Fantasy Fix all across the state of Florida. So I'll have that one on in the background. Might even provide a little play-by-play. But that game, I want to isolate that for a second. This is the storyline that I think is most juicy with this whole Dolphins versus uh, uh, Chiefs situation is the Tyree Kill revenge game. We haven't seen him go up against his former team yet since becoming a member of the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins' offense is clicking unlike many things that we've seen in the past. And you know Tyree Kill's got a little extra in his bag for Kansas City. I can't wait to see that portion of this back and forth between these two teams. He's going to want to have that game. And he's going to want to have 200 yards, over 200. The thing is, that game for Tyree Kill is 150-plus for two. And I, like he's saying he wants to have that game, 100 yards for one. That's an average Tyree Kill game for now. That's He wants to pop this game but the biggest disservice is it just adds on to it. Not the fact that the Dolphins and the Chiefs are pl- is being played in Germany and it's going to be on at 9.30. You add in the element of it's Tyreek Hill revenge game. Is it in Miami in front of the new home crowd? Nope. Is that Arrowhead? Is he going back home? Nope. It's in front of people who have never maybe seen a live football game in their life, which is crazy. Well, Germany's a, the, the, Germany uh, is, I believe, what, from looking this up, you're right. There are gonna be a lot of people there that are there for their first NFL game. Yeah. But I think that I think Germany is like the second biggest market for is the it? NFL in the world. It's either Germany or Mexico. It's not England, uh, ironically enough, even though they go there every year. But Germany and and Mexico, I think, are the two international uh, countries that have the most support for the NFL. But that's either here nor there. If Miami is able to get the win, answer me this question. If if Miami can get the win, they're technically on the road. So is Kansas City. So neutral site game. If they beat Kansas City, does that answer the question that we've had about Miami? Going on the road, away from Miami, against tough competition. If they beat the Chiefs, it's the defending champions. 
it's Patrick Mahomes. They have a good defense. If they get the win, do you feel like that's answered the question on Miami? No, because, I mean, if they beat them in Arrowhead, it would completely get we'd get away from the um, the narrative that oh Miami can't beat tough competition on the road. That's kind of traveling right now because then you look back two weeks and like they've proven up to this point they got blown out in Buffalo by the Bills who are a 500 team right now or a game over 500. So. Uh, the, the, but the Bills are still the Bills. That's still a, t- a terrible game you don't want to be on the road in. And then in Philadelphia two weeks ago against the Eagles. So they already have two games where it, the Eagles game was competitive, the Bills game wasn't, um, and the the, refer, the the calls in the Eagles game kind of took the Dolphins out of it as well. Yeah. But no, I still think that they have more to prove, but they don't need to prove it. That's the other thing. Prove it in the playoffs. It, you can do whatever you want in the first 17. If you make the playoffs and you prove it in the playoffs, whatever Sweet T says, BK, Colin Coward, Mike Bianchi, yeah. Mark Daniels, whatever anyone is saying, it don't matter. Well, you're right about that. I would like it for my own sanity as a Dolphins fan to make me feel like what I'm watching isn't completely fictitious. And even though it might be unfair to this team to say it doesn't show me what I need to see. It'll show me something, but I don't think I don't think it answers the question. I think they need to play a true road game where the crowd is a factor. Your offense is not able to play with the same rhythm. Tua can't hear the play calls. That whole environment, I, I need to see that. And preferably with some bad weather. So that I can see what this team looks like when the situation isn't perfect. Neutral site can be so um, sanitized in terms of the, the presentation, I think Miami's offense is going to be able to operate just fine as long as Kansas City doesn't play too well on the defensive side. My guess is for this game, as far as the fan goes, it, even there will be fans there of the Miami Dolphins. There will be fans there of the Kansas City Chiefs. But look at the London games for no. the for the Jags. It was a lot of Jags fans, but more than anything. You every NFL jersey was represented it, the, in the, that crowd. The international games remind me so much of WrestleManias I've been to, yeah. where the crowd is into it, but everybody's got their own affiliation. Yeah. Everybody's got a different shirt on. Everybody's got a different favorite. That it's a it's like a celebration more than I'm going there to support this team. And you hit it. It's a celebration, and it's a celebration of offense. That no one is booing you. No one is booing. If your team is on defense, no one's booing you offensively. It's everything that happens offensively is exciting. Every big play on defense is exciting. So there's not boos and hostile feeling going around the stadium when it's international. Coming up next, there were some amazing performances in the NBA last night. We'll get to a few of those after this. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 